Fire Mike Norvell. That was clearly the most popular thing going down on Twitter today. If you did not hear the Twitter spaces, you missed out on a great opportunity for Knowles fans to really reveal themselves. I have H locked on HBCU host Darian Gray joining me to talk about Travis Hunter. Man, I have never seen a kid cause so much stir in the college space in quite some time. And I've been doing college athletics for a minute. So we're going to bring him on stage. We're going to talk about this. And maybe he can give us a little insight on what really went down on today for Jackson State University. ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, everybody at Locked On ACC on Twitter? If you want to follow Candace D. Cooper, if you want to hit me up there personally, we got Darian Gray in the building, Mr. South Exclusives himself, the mouth of the South. He hosts Locked On HBCU for us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Darian, I would love for you to take like a couple seconds, just let people know what they can expect on Locked On HBCU. How did you kind of get your start? You're new to the squad. You're new to the family. I am. I am. I am new to the family. You, you texted me to welcome me. I appreciate it. Um. Little people don't even know. Fun fact: I met Candace in the elevator in Houston. I don't even know, <laughs> but I met her in the elevator in Houston. I was interning; she was at ESPN in Houston. I was like, I just had to introduce myself, and now we working here. But so that's great. I yeah. love that. And rock on HBCU, man! If you guys never been to an HBCU, check out my podcast because I know some people they they're straightforward. I like to have fun, so. When we're on there talking these things, I'm going to make jokes. Sometimes I'll start singing. I can't sing. I wouldn't even go to a karaoke night. But I'm okay. just here to have fun because that's what I like to do. Like, sports isn't meant to be all serious all the time. It's something that I enjoy. So if you hear me talking about it, you should be able to tell that I enjoy it because you should enjoy yourself. So if you want to come on there and listen to some sports, have fun. But don't get it twisted. I'm still going to be completely you know, information, I'm still going to give everything. I'm still going to be fact-driven. But we're going to have fun doing it. And that's what Locked on HBCU is to me. No doubt. No doubt. Now, what song are you going to be singing on the show? Like, wait a minute. Can we get, can we get a little taste? Or are you... Okay, I don't know. Cool. See, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have a Because I can't sing. Like, this, okay. this, this is a very important part. I can't sing. Um, like, it's, it's terrible. But what I will do is if I say something like... If I say backstabbers, right? Mm-hmm. I might smile in your face all the time they're trying to take your place that, but I rarely get that far that's too many words okay. by that point okay. you can tell I can't sing you might try to turn me down alright <laughs> so I give about I give about five to ten words out and, not, and then I apologize but you know what I'm giving out my trade secrets now now I'm messing up I gotta find a new trick I gotta find a new trick but, see yeah, my I problem see, is man, I'm, I'm, losing, I'm having fun yeah, no doubt. My problem is I always get my guests a little too comfortable. So clearly you're having a good time, which is always the point. Shout out to the OJs. You know, it's definitely a classic. Yeah. But there's crazy things that happened and went down today in the college national signing day, college football world. Travis Hunter, he was supposed to go to Florida State. Mike Norvell had everything going for him. He thought, listen, I've got this top class. I've got the number one recruit in the nation. The Knowles are about to turn things over. We're about to get back to who we used to be, build the brand back, all of that good thing. We're going to be on top of the ACC next season, blah, blah, blah. Then my boy gets up. He takes himself a minute. And I want to play the clip of the video of how he how it goes down, and then we're going to discuss it here. Everybody know I'm committed to Florida State, but... 
This one look real good too, but that ain't my choice. <laughs> This one look real good too, but I'm, I'm gonna say that for later. I like this one. It fit me well, but that ain't who I wanna go to. <laughs> thing always been on my mind. But check me out, mom, throw me that hat. Now listen. I, if you did not, if you're not watching, if you're listening on wherever you get podcasts, you saw him put on three different hats. None of them happened to be Jackson State. Even put on the Florida State one and said, I'm committed here. And actually, I changed my mind. Mama passed me the hat. We're going to Jackson State down in Mississippi. What were your thoughts when the news broke and you were like, wow, the number one recruit in the nation is choosing an historically black college and university? One of my first thoughts was, like, I'm glad that I wasn't doing a live show because I was so speechless. Like, honestly, yeah. I, I, I didn't know what to say. I kept saying, like, really basic stuff. This is this is great. And it took me a minute. I had to compose myself, collect myself, and really think of the magnitude of this move because this is a move that could really shake things up. And I know a lot of people feel like it's, oh, that's just a one-off. He just did that. But what if it's not? I'm, yeah. I can't predict the future. Right. I can't do that. You can't. Nobody can. Some people say they can. I don't know. But I look at it and I say a number one overall recruit. Seen it coming. I've seen it moving up that higher ranking recruits will come to HBC. But the number one overall recruit is not something I could have guessed in a million years. So I was utterly shocked. I composed myself and I just thought. HBC got one. Jackson State got him one. <laughs> like they really do. And they had eight out of 11 games aired on ESPN this year. You're going to see 11 out of 11 next year. That's my, my prediction. And I, oh, I just think that should be expected. You have yeah. Deion Sanders and the number one prospect in the country coming in. This is, this is, this is ridiculous. This is utterly ridiculous. Right. I can't believe it myself. Shout out to Alive 11 for 11 Alive, Alive 11. I'm so sorry. The Atlanta squad for holding us down with that video. I want to make sure I get them. Shout out to my boy Ross for sending that to us as well. But shock is right. I think what's important is, is the future is planting the seed for what is to come, especially with the way he was talking, right? It was, I understand my decision. I understand the gravity of my decision. I understand my decision is bigger than me. I think that's the part that a lot of people were missing, right? It's bigger than him. He's feeling like he wants to take this opportunity to kind of let people know, hey, there are other things out there for you. And I've never heard a guy who went to an HBCU who went on to be a Hall of Famer ever complain about his experience at an HBCU, right? We see a lot of guys who went to Georgia, Florida, Florida State even, and be like, you know, had I got the chance to do it over, I might have gone somewhere people appreciate me differently, especially in this day and age with social media where all these people you decommit or you decide to do something better for you and your family. And it's like, they just go in on you. And it's just very, a lot of vitriol that we see. But for this, it was a different level of vitriol. I mean, I've never seen people be mad at Deion Sanders, but you have a cornerback who's choosing to go play for one of the best secondaries in all of college football, arguably. Why wouldn't this young man decide to learn from the best? Yeah, that's something that I think gets overlooked. And you have to remember, he took a, a trip to Jackson State a couple of weeks ago when it was Jackson State versus Alcorn. And, of course, Jackson State won that game as they won all of their conference games this year. And it was a situation where I really didn't think twice about it. It just was not something that I expected to really happen. I thought it was great that it was 
an HBCU Jackson State getting a look. And I think that's another thing that needs to be addressed. It's not just Jackson State. Jackson State is the particular team that is affected right now and is benefiting from getting Travis Hunter. But this is an HBCU day, okay? Because, yes, I'm talking about Jackson State, Jackson State, Jackson State. But next to be Grambling, you know, um, what was it? Alabama State, that's what it was. Alabama State just flipped a recruit who wasn't committed to Ole Miss but was heavily related and linked to Ole Miss and was pretty much thought as a foregone conclusion. That's not going to get the airwaves and it's not going to get the headlines because what just happened here. But this is a really big deal. Now you have no more recruit in the country. Sometimes things overshadow, but let's not miss it. I'm locked on HBC, right? I can't miss the thing that you might consider to be secondary. So mm-hmm. that's also a big deal. I'm, I'm just absolutely loving this because I think that this is something that can truthfully go on for a long time. And listen, Mike Norvell got an extension a couple days ago, and I'm sure they've probably thought with this number one recruit, things are changing. But if you're flipping gears here and talking about Florida State, how much of a panic mode should they be in? And really power fives in general. Do you see this genuinely being a movement and guys should start figuring out how to really secure these players? Because for me, I said today, listen, recruiting in terms of exposure, that's no longer a tool. You can't just say, oh, you're going to get exposure. You're going to be on TV because you're playing Georgia, Alabama. That's cool. But also, we know scouts go travel anywhere. If you want to see somebody good, you're going to figure out how to get there. So what do you think is the state of Power 5? Should they be nervous? Should the FSU guys feel like, okay, I'm shaking my boots just a little bit? I think fans should feel a little bit more concerned and Mm -hmm. a little bit more worried than some of the higher-ups. I do think schools like FSU and maybe some of the schools that are not at the very top could struggle. You might see some of these guys who you think you're going to get going to smaller schools, FCS schools. You might see that, but the top guys, Bama, all of them, it's kind of a, I don't know, kind of a reload. You you miss somebody, you come back up, everybody gets it. Like, you look at Alabama, they just got Eli Ricks in the, in the transfer portal, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to get guys like that. So, overall, I don't know if it's something that you need to panic about, but mm-hmm. if you don't feel like you're at the top of your conference, like, Florida State is trying to get back to the top of the ACC. And honestly, Hunter was one of the things that, that Novell had going for him. Because it isn't winning. It's not one of those things. That's not something that's really benefiting him right now. I know fans are like, okay, we're about to get this top corner, gonna get this great recruiting class. And that's the thing about hoping things happen, right? It's like the whole spending money before you get it. I know I'm gonna get this money, so let me spend it. Now, if you don't get it, now you gotta pay up, right? Now Novell's having to pay up, and now people are talking about fire him, fire him, fire him. I don't know what the, the census was on him before, but I do know that there was a little bit more hope on him. So, Florida State fans, panic. But if you're at the top of your conference, if you're a guy like Clemson, Clemson had a down year, but for the most part, Clemson has been at the top of the ACC. You know you're going to keep getting these guys. So it's going to hurt. You might get one less four-star, one less five-star. You know, you might not have the three stars at the bottom of your roster like that. They might go somewhere else, especially with NIL money and things like that. But for the most part, I don't think you need to concern yourself and say, we might fall off. Take a little bump, but speed bumps are on every good road. Now, do you see a Dion trying to go to a Florida State, right? I think we've seen a lot of great coaches. Hugh Jackson just signed with Grambling. We've seen, you know, Mr. McNair going to Tennessee State, I believe, right? So do you Eddie see George, George. Eddie George? Eddie there George. it is. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. There it is. And I got you. Rest in peace, McNair. He's going to be tight. 
We're going to be okay. Yeah. We got you. You got it. You got it. Thank you for keeping me on my toes. Now, do you see Dion going back to a Florida State? Maybe this was his way of saying, hey, these are kind of guys I can get, and this is why you should hire me the first time over when you were letting, you know, when Mike Norvell put on notice a little bit. Do you see him going back to the power five, or even if trying to go power five? Because we're talking about, you know, all the glitz and glamour of it, but when it comes to X and O's, how do you evaluate him as a coach? This is this is a truthful, tough, right? So there's only so much that I can really say from the outside looking at because I don't know Deion Sanders' ultimate goal. I think he can be remembered as a legendary coach without ever having to touch a power five. He can be remembered as a legendary coach without ever leaving Jackson State. Eddie Robinson is one of the greatest coaches of all time. His legacy is at Grambling, you know, so there is a route for him to not have to go to the power five. Now, ultimately, a lot of people see the glitz and the glamour that is prime time, right? The, I don't call it alter ego, but kind of just the nickname of who Deion Sanders is. And I can see why they would associate that with power five. But I'll say this, if you're doing that, okay not going to say anything to you, right? <laughs> However, if you're one of those people who are saying he has to go to a power five because he just can't achieve that status as a, at an HBCU, I, I disagree. I completely yeah. do. I do think that the perspective and the view of HBCUs is beginning to change, and a lot of that is because of him. And mm-hmm. I personally think that Deion Sanders would care about his legacy. So, yeah. and, and I'm not saying his legacy is tarnished, but just imagine that the, the legacy that he can build and i got one for you i think i think it's Deion sanders leaving, right mm-hmm. here's something i think is interesting will jackson state outgrow the swag that's what i think is interesting let's yeah. get one question he might leave he might leave but look at north carolina a and t four mm-hmm. out of five celebration bowls celebration bowls they won we're coming up on a celebration bowl this week with jackson state and south carolina state they went to the big south you know a lot of people feel that way you grow Right. So I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I think that's a more interesting, different question than Deion Sanders. Are they going to outgrow the swag? That's a really good question. I also would love to be reassured that even if Dion decides to go, that there's still enough money and love given to the university. Right. It's bigger than Dion. Like it's bigger than uh, Mr. Hunter. I think it's a bigger part of a conversation of, yeah, there was rumors that he might get a million dollar NIL deal, which I know is all speculation, but let's say he does. Is that money, some of that money going to be poured back into the university, which is ultimately to me the goal, especially when you're talking about higher ed for African-Americans. So I am all for going wherever you find fit (laughs) for you and your family. I'm all for getting your bread, right? But make sure it goes back into where it needs to, right? Keep planting, keep doing it for the next gen. So say all that to say, it's a wild day. I think it's crazy how it's all going down. But (laughs) do you see more of this in the future? Are you excited about this? Do you you like shaking the table? Am I excited? Come on. (laughs) Am I excited? You know I'm excited. I'm over over the moon. I'm over the moon. I I couldn't contain myself. I'm at work. Like, man, y'all got to get out of my face. Y'all don't understand what just happened right now. I got to get right. a microphone in front of me at some point. Like, yeah. I am excited to come on here. You know, when you text me, like, can you come on? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm ecstatic to talk about things. And do I think it's going to continue? Yes. And I think that you won't see a bunch of five stars or number one recruits. That's, that's going to be hard, you know. Yeah. No school gets all the number one recruits. But like I said, some four stars are going to come in. Last year, they had the number one defensive back out of JUCO come to Jackson State. He picked Jackson State over Georgia. That's not covered because it's not the number one prospect in the nation. Right. However, when you look at it, 
it's not something that's completely new. That means in, I guess, three recruiting classes, one going into the spring, one going into the fall, and now this other one going into the uh, spring. Yeah. So, yeah, out of two out of three, he's stolen a big-time defensive back. Mind you, they're defensive backs who are going to play for the greatest defensive back ever, and he stole them from big Power 5 schools. So, yes, I do think this will continue. I do think you're going to see more, more – not celebrity coaches. They're not Jake Paul, right? But coaches who are less experienced in the coaching aspect more experience in the playing aspect i think you're going to see more of that and that's going to result in more recruits want to come there come there come there how many linebacks you think wouldn't want to be coached by ray lewis you know it's things like that okay that's the, okay. Type, of, that's the type of things that pull you in so I, I think it's absolutely phenomenal that it will it can continue it's just about making sure that you don't allow it to stop let this continue let it keep going because once you stop your momentum it's going to be hard to get back up and that's for the key sure for yeah, yeah, no doubt. Listen, it's a pleasure to have you. I cannot, we got to figure out how to get you back. So I'm hoping things go down, especially with these ACC schools, so you can get back on the show. Please remind folks of where they can find you. Follow all of your work and all of your great content. All right, if you guys are looking for make sure that you subscribe to the Locked On HBCU podcast. I told you guys, I hope you got a little taste. I'm here to have fun. I like enjoying myself. That's why I was glad she came on. I knew we were going to have a good time. And if you're trying to know where to find me, Y'all can look right there. It's right there, right? But I'll tell you, South Exclusive, for those who, those of you who are audio listeners, S-O-U-T-H-E-X-C as in Cowboy, L-U-S-I-D-E-S, South Exclusive on Twitter. Come with me, man. Let's have a good time with Locked on HBCU. Make this your second or third. Make sure y'all check out my girl, Candice, and come check me out on Locked on HBCU. Just put us in the rotation, no doubt. Again, guys, thank you for listening at Locked on ACC on Twitter. You can subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Darian has a bright future ahead of him, so you guys make sure you follow all of his work. I think he's going to bring great things. I look forward to basketball season. I am going to be a part of CIAA this year, so I look forward to talking to you. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be a little exclusive. Drop a little tease for us. Okay, cool. So for Candace Cooper and Darian Gray, until next time.